bam we're here we made it <laughs> man that was uh that was interesting couple uh technical difficulties with uh my equipment but here we are um i also had a very cool <laughs> so my wife was like i probably shouldn't do laundry before the show right and i said uh no it'll be fine don't worry about it and you can clearly you can clearly hear <laughs> the laundry um that's awesome great and i also had this ominous fly that i could hear way less than i can hear that <laughs> that washing machine wow what a disaster um man lots going on this week folks as you can see it's just me solo this is ridiculous um <laughs> the show must go on um it's me solo matt had some family issues to take care of um so he couldn't join us tonight but that's all right here we are the show must go on and wow that's ridiculous <laughs> embarrassing um so some interesting things have been happening in the world of the paranormal and strange and one of those things this is ridiculous hold on a second folks i will be right back this this is absolutely insane hold on give me 30 seconds i'll be right All right. <laughs> what an absolute disaster. Um, it was on the spin cycle and it sounded like a 747. Um, okay, we're back. So a lot of interesting, crazy things have been happening in the world of the paranormal and strange. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but somebody claimed to have found a primate skull in British Columbia. Now, this person... He didn't outright say, oh, the skull of Bigfoot, but he alluded to it. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. Um, but uh, that's like the main topic because it really it really angered me um, because, of course, I was excited. I woke up. I woke up. Uh, what was it? Thursday morning. And I woke up to my phone blown up and 
so many people reached out to me to tell me about this Coyote Peterson thing and the skull that he found in the woods of British Columbia. I had fallen asleep early that night, so I had no idea what everybody was talking about. And uh, I woke to see this craziness. And of course, I was excited. But immediately, the skull looked ape-like. It looked like a primate skull to me. And uh, against my better judgment, my brain was telling me, well, you know, we think that Bigfoot is a primate, you know, and I went with it. I thought I was looking at the scale of his hand in comparison to the skull. And I was like, I would think that a Bigfoot skull would be a lot bigger. But then again, I've never seen Bigfoot myself. So I kind of I gave Coyote the benefit of the doubt because what I thought was, OK, this guy's an influencer. He's a huge you know, YouTube celebrities got a big channel, kids follow him, adults follow him, and he's really popular. And I've heard him on some pretty big podcasts. So I I gave him some credibility a little bit. Uh, I put the cart ahead of the horse, so to speak. And uh, I regret it now because I shared it around thinking that it was uh, interesting, to say the least. So I shared it around and uh, started doing some research of my own. And I ran across a comment from Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum, who is like one of the leading Bigfoot researchers on the planet right now. Um, and uh, he had mentioned that it definitely wasn't a Bigfoot skull and that it looked like a a fake skull that you can buy online. And uh, I did some research and I, I guess we're talking about the fake Bigfoot stuff now. <laughs> Um, so I did some research and the first website I pulled up and the first fake gorilla skull I looked at was almost, a, a <laughs> it was identical to the skull that coyote found, you know, his was clearly weathered, um, whether purposefully or whatever. Um, now, now. Could he have ran across this skull by chance that somebody planted it there, hoping that somebody would find it eventually and make big news about it? And then, ha ha ha, it's a fake skull. Just kidding. Um, Or did Coyote perpetrate this whole thing himself? I think he perpetrated the whole thing himself. I think he was going for what everybody else thought he was, uh, clickbait. And it's really a shame because hoaxes like that really have a negative effect on the Bigfoot research community. You know, there's people like me who believe that Bigfoot is real. Um, That, uh, you know, when, when things like this come up, we're like, wow, this could possibly be proof. It's an actual primate. That's insane. You know, so my bad for jumping to conclusions. I really didn't think that somebody of his popularity would, you know, commit a fraud like this and in in my opinion it really damages his credibility and a lot of people that were fans were like you know this is messed up like i said i've seen him on podcasts and uh, some other content before i've seen his videos um I, i wouldn't call myself a fan but i thought what he did was pretty cool and entertaining this was not pretty cool nor was it entertaining to me um i just uh it it really is a shame Um, 
because it just gets the the people that doubt the existence of Sasquatch to go see. There's no Sasquatch out there. What a bunch of BS. You know what I mean? So I'm super disappointed that Coyote would do that. But, uh, you know, the search goes on. That's not going to stop the hardcore Bigfoot researchers from going out there and continuing the search, the hunt, to find hardcore proof of its existence. It's just a shame, you know. Um, Gosh, I, I should have known just looking at the skull. You know, because like I said, he didn't outright say Sasquatch skull found, but it definitely there was definitely uh, <laughs> some hints to, you know, wow, how crazy a primate skull in the wilderness of British Columbia in the Pacific Northwest. Gee, I wonder what giant primate, <laughs> you know, we think of when we think of the Pacific Northwest. We sure don't think of gorillas, you know, and looking at the skulls side by side, the skull that he found and an actual prop big or um bigfoot uh prop gorilla skull they look super i mean damn near identical so it really is a shame i don't want to make this entire episode about that though but i i definitely wanted to make it known that these hoaxes are doing no good especially like you see on tiktok and on youtube and facebook these videos of supposed Sasquatch that are clearly, clearly not. (laughs) And it's just like, why? What's the point? Is it really just clickbait? Is that what you want to get famous for is your BS video? (laughs) It's remarkable what people will do to get some likes and some video views, you know? Um, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could find it in my heart to fake something without, you know, disclosing first you know like if i wanted to do a video like how easy it would be to fake something that would be different but you know i would never post a video of a fake i don't know let's just say i I was in coyote's position and i found a skull that could possibly be mistaken for a bigfoot skull you're never going to catch me trying to (laughs) trying to create a hoax to fool people because at the end of the day i have to go just kidding it was just it's just a joke. And then, boom, Chris from Talking Paranormal is a BS artist. You know what I mean? I, I can't do that. But um, what I can do is talk about hoaxes that are ridiculous. And that was absolutely ridiculous. We've heard of people faking footprints and, you know, the video evidence, obviously, that we talked about. It's just funny that, you know, none of it's actually good. You know, but it it gives the skeptics something to go see, (laughs) you know, and like with the Patterson Gimlin footage, it's amazing to me how many people still think it's a hoax and it's just a guy in a suit when time and time again, it has never been proven to be fake. And on the same token, oh, well, it's never been proven to be real, but there are certain, there's been certain studies of this video. This is the most analyzed piece of video footage in the world in history from what i understand and it shows a uh, sasquatch it shows a bigfoot and we're still wondering if it exists um i recently I, i do a lot of research on the subject and i recently saw a video from a great channel uh what's its name thinker thunker something like that i think it's thinker thunker anyway 
the guy does a lot of, you know, compelling research. And he released this video about how to spot fakes, you know, when it comes to Bigfoot. And he analyzed the Patterson-Gimlin film. And one thing that he mentioned that I really, I know I've heard it before, but it never really cemented into my brain. And that was that human limbs are not equal in length. Okay. So if you compare the arms of a human, of a regular human, to the legs, the arms are like something like 16% shorter than legs. So he goes through footage and he analyzes these purported Bigfoots and compares the leg size to the arm size. And in several, they were immediately denounced as fake. And in the Patterson-Gimlin footage, lo and behold, the arms and the legs are equal. So it's the science of measurement. And we always talk about having scientific proof, you know? Um, and he lined it right up with the Patterson-Gimlin footage, and lo and behold, equal length. That, to me, I, I mean, you're talking about scientific proof. Now, granted, we don't have the Bigfoot to actually measure in person, but based on what I saw in his video, I was pretty impressed. Um, now, can I say that that's concrete proof of Bigfoot? No, I can't. But you got, you know, researchers like Dr. Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum who have casts. And this guy is a, uh, he's an educator. You know, he's a professional. He's a doctor. And he believes that there's something to this whole Bigfoot thing. Now, you know, we can go back and forth about experts and say, oh, well, some experts are just Looney Tunes. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'll concede to that. But the research that this man has done on these footprints is probably, I'd say, some of the best in the field. And when you talk about the mid-tarsal breaks, the dermal ridges, and the characteristics of the anatomy of these footprints, to fake something like that, you would have to be an expert in, you know, the anatomy of humans and primates. And I don't think any hoaxer out there is an expert in bipedalism, <laughs> you know, so to just discount the existence of Bigfoot based on no physical, no dead body is ridiculous to me. And, you know, I've gotten into several discussions with people that would have no business even talking about Bigfoot, but I bring it up because I'm curious, you know, does the average person believe that Bigfoot exists. Now, you'd be surprised at how many people will say, absolutely not. Um, almost as surprised as you would be when you talk to people that say, oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. Or then you got the middle of the road people that are like, I don't know, it's possible. You know, and that's the whole premise of this show. When we review these videos, it's like, we, we don't know if they're fake or not. Some of them are blatantly fake. Some of them are like convincing to be real. But anything's possible. And a lot of the evidence that I've seen when it comes to Bigfoot is pretty compelling, compelling enough for me to start a podcast and with my friend Matt and talk about how we believe this creature exists. Now, I, I don't want to, you know, I'm not the type of guy to be proud of being a, a Looney Tune. You know, you meet some people that talk about like crows aren't real and they're like drones for the government and they're spying on you. Pigeons aren't real. 
things like that, like so far fetched, even the flat earth theory, you know, everybody discounts it. I discount it for sure. Um, but I want to have a flat earth expert on this show sometime to try to convince me and Matt <laughs> that the earth is flat. I don't think it's possible because I don't believe it's flat. <clears throat> now, have I ever been up in a spaceship and seen the earth as a globe? No, I have not. But, um, and I have been up in a plane and I've looked out the window and thought to myself, looks pretty damn flat. <laughs> I still don't think it's a flat earth, but, um, it's still interesting to, hear the different viewpoints and like with cryptids you know i think about the jersey devil you know a winged creature with a horse face <laughs> you know it's like uh just craziness out there lizard people um the dog man <laughs> you know werewolves um we talk about this stuff and it's like some of it seems so far-fetched but there's like you know where there's smoke there's fire like these these flat earth people who I, I don't want to call crazy because, you know, I believe in some crazy stuff. Um, and I believe that there's enough evidence for me to believe in that stuff. And the flat earth people believe that there is evidence to support the idea that the earth is not a globe like we have been told. I have not seen any convincing enough evidence for me to join with them and go, yeah, you might be right. Now, some of their conspiracy theories are definitely like surrounding the flat earth are definitely interesting. Um, especially when it comes to Antarctica, you know, and why we're not allowed to go exploring. That's a big question I've always had. Why can't we go to Antarctica now in a future episode? I really want Matt to be here for when we talk about this, but I've been going knee deep into some documentaries about what I thought was, uh, <laughs> originally a uh, full body apparition. Now, Matt and I reviewed this footage uh, a few episodes ago and it was the Sir No Face footage where you see a full body apparition. So I thought, you know, we just played the short clip and I really wanted to see what the rest of the documentary was about. So I watched it and it was amazing. <clears throat> the thing that interested me even more than that was it was a series. It was part of a series of documentaries about that particular piece of footage that went down this insane rabbit hole. It took a turn from ghosts straight into alien conspiracy. I could not believe it. If you would have told me that this documentary that basically tries to disprove this footage of an apparition ended up taking a left turn into UFOs and aliens, I would have laughed and said, what kind of kooky Looney Tunes stuff or you trying to get me to watch but i watched the whole series of documentaries there's like four of them so the first one is sir no face the second one is two face the gray the third one is um what is the third one phantom rider i think there's only three did i say four i think there's only three anyways um they're really good documentaries if if <laughs> so I don't want to spoil it. So you'll definitely have to go see Sir No Face. I think you can find it for free online or on YouTube. And then you have Two Face the Gray. And then I believe the last one is um, <clears throat> uh, Phantom Rider. They're really good. You have to watch them. If, if you're open-minded enough to <laughs> see how you can go from talking about 
a full body apparition into alien conspiracy and how the government is going to fake an alien invasion um, to get us to become a one world government <laughs> to prepare us for the real alien invasion. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> I know that sounds crazy on the surface, but I'm telling you, it is a great a set of documentaries. Um, so go watch all three of them. Tell me what you think. I'm curious. I, I'm trying to get, I don't know if Matt has watched any of them yet. Cause after I watched them, I said, Matt, you got to check these out. This is insane. Now, I don't know if you guys know about Operation High Jump, but that plays an integral role in the second film. I believe it's the second film. And uh, I mean, <laughs> the men in black make an appearance in the, I mean, it is crazy. And Chad Kalick, the creator of the, the filmmaker, the documentarian is, uh, he seems credible to me. As insane as the subject matter sounds, when you just say it, he seems absolutely 100% credible to me. He was actually a cast member of um, the uh, A&E show Paranormal State. And as it turns out, although he was just a simple cast member on the show, he's actually been involved in the music industry. And um, he's got some interesting stories about that, you know, with Hollywood and the occult. Um, he's got a great podcast called uh, In a Crowded Room. You can find that on YouTube. Uh, very entertaining. I'll be talking about some of the stuff that he talks about because it's insane. But uh, definitely go check those uh, videos out. But, you know, when you talk about credibility, it, it's amazing to me how people would, like Coyote, you know, going back to the whole Bigfoot skull hoax. Why would you risk your career on a hoax? You know, because for somebody like me, if, like, I'll never watch Coyote stuff now. Now, before, if he had really found a primate skull in British Columbia, Bigfoot or not, if he found a gorilla skull, there's questions. Why did it end up there? <laughs> you know, um, it's really concerning because, you know, there's poachers out there and, you know, a whole black market with exotic animals. So if, let's just say that we find out because he said he smuggled the skull, you know, and I guess there was another video that basically um, uh, shined some light on the whole thing that it was all BS and it was for some sort of, I, I would go ahead and call it a publicity stunt. But regardless, um, if he had discovered a primate skull, a real primate skull in British Columbia and smuggled it, you know, you're talking about some serious criminal repercussions that he's going to have to face. But um even then, like I said, there's questions about how a primate skull would end up in the woods in British Columbia. But, uh, you know, if you're just trying to get publicity, there's a lot better ways to do it, I think. And your credibility won't be at stake because now I don't want to watch any of your videos, dude, because you're a BS artist. I don't care what you've done. And, you know, just getting so many people that are passionate about the subject excited and then, you know, shutting us down. What a... uh what a bad move, dude. What a bad move. And the amount of people, what was messed up was the amount of people that reached out to me. You know, Matt was one of them. He actually reached out to me. I passed out early the night before and he sent me some information about it at like 8.30 and I didn't get it until 4 a.m. when I woke up and I saw everybody else that had sent me the, um, the links and stuff. Uh, I feel bad because all of them were excited to tell me about this. Because they know how passionate I am about the subject of Bigfoot. And then it turns out to be a bunch of BS. 
man, that makes that it makes me mad. Like, because I do want Bigfoot to be real. You know, you hear a lot of people say nobody wants Bigfoot to be real more than me. I'm one of those guys. Nobody wants Bigfoot to be real more than me. I just, oh man, it just, it really pisses me off. You know, hoaxers really piss me off. You know, some of them think it's funny. I'm sure Coyote Peterson's getting a good laugh at all the people that he got riled up about all this. <laughs> but um, to people serious about the subject matter, you know, <laughs> we should be pissed. But I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. and Because I know I, I, I was one of the people that was like, check this out. This is crazy. <laughs> you know, um, but when you got a bunch of primatologists coming out and saying, hey, that's a, a, a Western lowland gorilla. <laughs> You know, dead to rights experts saying this is BS. This ain't no Bigfoot. Then you got to go, okay, throw your hands up. And, you know, I saw this, the fake skulls myself. So, of course, I had to, I put out a couple short videos on it. But, um, yeah, ridiculous, you know. So, if you're out there thinking maybe I'll hoax a, I'll hoax a Bigfoot sighting or some Bigfoot evidence just to get some attention, I would strongly advise against it because, even if it did make you famous for a minute, guess what? You're going to be the biggest flash in the pan and nothing will ever happen to you because you'll never get rich uh, hoaxing a Bigfoot video. Especially, you might fool some people, but when it comes right down to it and you get caught in a lie, you're screwed. So I would advise against it. But like I said earlier, there's plenty. Of, if you really go looking, there is plenty of evidence out there to suggest that there is a creature that we call Bigfoot out in the wilderness. You know, there's so many areas of uncharted wilderness in the United States alone that you can't discount the possibility. You know, I just, I, I'm still, uh, I'm still a believer. I want to believe <laughs> that Bigfoot exists. Um, But then, you know, you get into the subject and you hear all these supernatural elements involved. And that's where <clears throat> I'm more of a flesh and blood guy. I think that Bigfoot is a flesh and blood creature. But then you hear like trail cams, like almost the same types of things with ghosts. You know, and that's where the whole humor with the ghost squatch, the, the, the mascot of Talking Paranormal comes in and the creature on my shirt. <laughs> that What if Bigfoot is a ghost? <laughs> you know, and I saw somebody write something about what if it's a caveman ghost? And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. What if Bigfoot's a ghost? You know, but uh, you hear these supernatural elements like Bigfoot's been seen with UFOs and, you know, the trackways vanishing without a trace of where the creature possibly have went, you know, crazy things like that. Um, people shooting this thing and it disappearing. <laughs> you hear stuff like that. And you you have to wonder, you know, it's like, is it are these people crazy or is there something to this? Now, we know that for at least hundreds of years, Native American tribes all around have had tales of wild men, um, giants, cannibalistic giants, <laughs> um, crazy stories like that. And they say that there's some supernatural elements. And we know that Native Americans talk about a lot of supernatural stuff. We also know that they've talked about aliens. They, you know, so... Uh, you're never going to hear me stop saying this. And that's that the world that we know, or we think we know, isn't quite as simple as it may seem on the surface. 
who knows what we could discover, <laughs> you know? Um, but uh, the hoaxes and stuff like wading through the amount of BS on TikTok and looking through videos is, man, it's mind numbing at times. And I try to pick ones that I'm like, okay, that could be real. Um, I would love to have a video expert on the show sometime. I'm sure Matt would agree. Um, that would be able to help us like point out the frauds, <laughs> you know, cause I'm no video expert. I have to look for different characteristics of videos for me to go, okay, that looks like a bunch of BS, <laughs> you know, but, uh, definitely no expert. So I do have a bunch of videos lined up for us to watch and, uh, review. So now that I've said my piece about the Bigfoot skull hoax and how pissed off I am because of it, um, cause it was, I fooled. Yes, I was fooled for about two hours. Um, because something that crazy, you know, you have to, if you're someone like me, you got to dig into it a little bit and see just how insane, <laughs> uh, the whole thing is. And as it turns out, it was absolutely nuts. It was insane. And the guy at work, I was talking, to, I was training a new guy at work and I had asked him about Bigfoot cause he had spent some time in the woods and he said, no, doesn't exist. And I said, really? So we had talked about everything that I, I would say to somebody who doesn't believe Bigfoot exists. And I'll be like, what about the footprints that show anatomical correctness? <laughs> you know, I guess that's a, that's the term I use. It could be wrong, but you know, when the, with the mid tarsal break, the dermal ridges and the characteristic, the characteristics of a real foot, the anatomy of a real foot. <laughs> like how can you, how can you say that a hoaxer, you know, and some of these tracks have been found so far out in the wilderness. If you're a hoaxer and you put those tracks in, you know, the forest is the forest will eat them up real quick. So you got to hope that somebody will run across those quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? So why would you hoax Bigfoot tracks that were and you would have to do the research to make sure you got them correct so that they wouldn't be discounted right away? You know, that's a hell of a hoax to pull off. Um is it possible though? Yes, I guess. But, you know, talking to this kid, I was like, man, you know, what do you say to evidence like that? And he's really like, well, eh. I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. So I see this skull thing and I'm still training the guy. So I show him it. I'm like, look at this. And he's like, yeah, but somebody, I know somebody who's claimed to see that has claimed to have seen Bigfoot. Okay. And I work with him and I walked in and uh, I saw one of my buddies who believes in Bigfoot. And I saw him who has apparently seen Bigfoot. I said, did you guys see the news? And they both said yes. And I was like, that immediately told me, wow, word of this supposedly, uh, this supposed, this alleged Bigfoot skull is traveling fast. Everybody that I know that's a Bigfoot person, <laughs> um, a believer, already knows about it, you know. And the guy who said he had seen Bigfoot said, oh, it's, it's a gorilla skull, man. I've seen Bigfoot. It did not have a mouth like that. Because if you look at the, the gorilla skull, you can kind of see the shape of the muzzle. <laughs> you know, the mouth of this thing looks like a monkey and uh, or an ape, primate. And uh, he goes, it did not look like that. I saw a good side profile of the thing, and it looked like a man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when somebody... You know, I've probably read hundreds of sighting reports of Bigfoot. 
And they all say the same thing. And that's that Bigfoot looks more like a man than an animal. So I, I still I still ride with the relic hominin or hominoid theory that there could potentially be ancestors to us and um I guess for lack of a better term, cavemen, <laughs> you know, uh humanoids <laughs> like I'm not a scientist, so bear with me. Um like the Hobbit people. I believe that they could possibly still exist down in Indonesia where the little hobbit person was found on the island of Flores. Um, in, uh, I think, Russia and Siberia, the sightings that they have of a creature much like Bigfoot looks to looks sm smaller to me um, in the little footage that I've seen. And in the descriptions, it sounds like a caveman <laughs> or a wild man. Um, you know, it's not giant like Bigfoot from what I understand. So the idea to me that relic hominoids still exist um, is pretty uh, is pretty substantiated with a lot of the claims I've seen um, and read. So would it surprise me if maybe Bigfoot isn't discovered, but maybe the Hobbit people, <laughs> like a little tribe of hobbits in Indonesia, or on some crazy island <laughs> or somewhere out in the wilderness in the jungles um, are found. I, you know, it would not surprise me. If Bigfoot is found, I would be ecstatic and I would not be surprised. I'll tell you that. Um, if a living dinosaur was found somewhere on Earth, I would not be surprised. Would not be surprised. If the Loch Ness Monster actually turned out to be a plesiosaur, I would not be surprised. Um, I would be ecstatic. Do I think it's a plesiosaur in Loch Ness? No, I don't. But that's a topic for another show. But, you know, Bigfoot skull hoax, bunch of BS. I hope this doesn't, you know, what if this inspires more hoaxers to go, oh, I could do it better than the coyote. Look how quick he got found out, <laughs> you know. And it's, it's tough now, especially with everything known about the anatomy of a foot, especially when it comes to Bigfoot footprints, <laughs> you know. I'm sure there's somebody out there crafting a clever hoax right now. And uh, that doesn't sit well with me. I don't like it. But it's something we have to deal with. But that's why we have experts like Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum and uh, so many others out there quick to uh, stomp these little fires out. So I I'm grateful for them. But we've got some videos here today. They, uh, they span the categories of weirdness. We've got ghosts, we've got cryptids, we've got um, UFOs. <laughs> so I guess let's get into some video reviews, huh? This first video, uh, I believe, is of <laughs> something that scares the hell out of me. Um, I would rather run into a Bigfoot in the wilderness than see something like this. And... What's messed up is I want to see something like this so that I can see it with my own eyes. Much like Bigfoot, much like UFOs, shadow people. <laughs> when you hear these stories about shadow people, they intrigue me. I know a couple people that have seen shadow people. And they're super 
super scary. <laughs> like there's no other way to put it. This scare the hell out of me. If I saw a shadow person, I would, my soul would leave my body. <laughs> you know, that's like a joke on TikTok. You see these videos and it's like, oh, wait for the end. My soul left my body. <laughs> if I saw one of these, it would leave my body for sure. My soul would go, whoop, see ya. If bags already packed, gone. Um, but let's take a look at this first video. Oh, I should disclose this for future viewers and um, people that are listening to the show that maybe go to view the video later to see these videos. Sometimes uh, Matt and I get strikes from YouTube and Facebook, and it's because of the music that is played in some of these videos. So there's been a couple of videos that I've had some strikes on that I've had to go and mute the sections with the copywritten material. So if you're watching this in the future and the video during the video is completely silent, it's because I've had to mute the video. But for those of you watching live, you're in for a treat because we get to see the whole thing and hear the whole thing. So here we go. Here is the first video. Let's check it out. What lurks in the shadows? Dogs are ready for bed. It's just a peaceful night here. Get ready to go to bed myself. What the fuck is that? What? Oh! All right, now, <clears throat> you can't see it too well, but I see exactly what she's talking about. In the doorway on the left side, you see a shadow, and then you see it, and you see it disappear. <laughs> um, this lady is sitting in her living room. She's got a couple animals, and she looks down the hallway, and, you know, her, her reaction says it all. <laughs> you know, she's scared. Um, let's check it out one more time. What lurks in the shadows? Dogs are ready for bed. It's just a peaceful night here. Get ready to go to bed myself. What the fuck is that? What? Oh, God! Fuck! Pardon the language. <laughs> but you, uh... You hear her go, what the f is that? And you see the shadow, and then it just disappears. Um, very crazy. Obviously, you know, <laughs> we, have, we have to go with this story. There's a couple animals, um, and the lady is scared and she reacts much like I would. What the f is that? <laughs> you know, um, very, very interesting. Um, is it real? I don't know. I, I don't know why a lady would fake something like that unless she's monetized on TikTok and she wants to make some money. But, uh, you know, she sure as heck didn't stand up and go running towards the thing. Um, very short video, 16 seconds long. Um, but intriguing nonetheless. Um, shadow people. You know, I don't know if any of you that are going to watch or listen to this show have ever seen a shadow person. I have not. But I can imagine it would be quite frightening. Um, some people very close to me have seen shadow people and have seen bla floating black masses um, in a room <laughs> and that scares the hell out of me, but I want to see it. I want to go somewhere haunted where I could potentially see something like that. Cause if I saw it with my own eyes, I'd be able to cement my feelings that they exist. <laughs> you know, um, do I believe that shadow people exist and that people see those things? Yes. I've seen video evidence that I think is pretty compelling. 
but until I see it with my own eyes, it's just video evidence, you know? So let's check out this next video. This one is uh, compelling as well. Could very well be fake, but let's check it out. This is a, a video shot into a tree line, and you see something pretty ominous. video man god <laughs> they piss me off so bad but i have to play them because they're interesting to me this one you know on the surface you're almost expecting to see bigfoot you know or some sort of cryptid in the woods and what you see is a dark figure and by dark i mean black um if you ask me what i thought it was i would have to play devil's advocate and say it was somebody wearing a cloak a black cloak um but there's just something ominous about it <laughs> you know uh, it's funny when i watch some of these clips where I, I just don't feel like they don't feel ominous to me <laughs> but then some i watch i'm like ah, it's just creepy and it's not the music or anything like that it's just the way the way it moves the way it acts and by it i mean in this case this this shadow or this cloaked figure um could it be a Sasquatch? I don't think so. Um, but then again, you know, what if there was a, you know, you hear cases. Okay. So you hear cases of shadow people. Sometimes they are gigantic, like 10 feet tall. Um, you know, sometimes a little less, seven feet, eight feet, nine feet tall. Um, but you hear, you don't just hear cases of shadow people the size of regular human beings, you know, five or six feet tall. You hear some of these things are huge. This one doesn't appear to be huge, but it does appear to be quite, <laughs> quite thick, um, thicker than a Snickers. Uh, let's check it out one more time. It almost seems like there's more than one, um, but regardless, creepy, creepy footage. Um, hey, Aaron, Aaron, um, I have the chat open right now. Um, earlier, so earlier, I had some technical difficulties um, of varying degrees, um, but the equipment is working now. Hopefully, my signal stays up, um, but we had the washing machine going. Um, I had this ominous fly that was stuck in the blinds. Unfortunately, I had to murder him. <laughs> so that fly met uh, his untimely demise because um, I didn't want him to ruin the stream. <laughs> but uh, Aaron from Australia, um, Peckerwood Customs on YouTube, uh, is wondering why they're panning in and out of the video. I'm not quite sure, man. Let's take a look one more time, just because it's interesting to me. <laughs> and uh, 
gosh, you know, big furry things in the woods, one thing. Black shadow figures or cloaked individuals. Um, you know, if this wasn't hoaxed and they were seeing that, that would be scary. I would be less scared of Bigfoot than I would of a cloaked figure. that's enough um yeah i have no idea why they're panning in and out it's a little weird um so sometimes when i see these videos depending on what tiktok they come from if they come from somebody's personal tiktok and it's an original video i always have to go look at their other videos just to see if this is the only time they film something crazy or if they have a series of crazy stuff they've filmed um let me play this video for you and i'll give you a little background on this person so this next video, I believe, comes from the same person. Um, so it, it's definitely interesting that they saw this, too. Let's check this out. This is also a video where they're shooting into the woods. Check this out. My bad. <laughs> um, let's play that one again. I accidentally clicked out of it. Um, this time you see, uh, conveniently, a little break in some trees. And you see what I can only describe as a bipedal, furry thing passing through the trees. And you can basically see it from the neck up. Um, you might be able to catch some shoulder in there, too. Let's check it out one more time. same account <laughs> very interesting now i don't know if these videos were filmed on the same property it looks like it to me but when i see the same person video two things that are crazy you know, and especially on the second video, it says, oh, Bigfoot hunters are going to want to come talk to me. You know, I'm like, hmm. You know, that sounds like an invite for some attention. You know, what are the odds that you're going to catch a video of a cloaked figure in one video? And I say cloaked because that's the best description I can come up with. And then in another video, you're going to show what shows a clear. I shouldn't say clear. A, a better shot of a bipedal something that appears to be furry or hairy walking through the trees. <laughs> you know, what are the odds? Now, maybe her property's plagued with these things. But this second video, man, I'm not buying it. Let's take a look again. It looks like a guy in a suit. It really does. Yeah, so 
you know, when I see the second video, the first one was a little bit more compelling, but it could be somebody just in a cloak. And then I see the second video and I go, ah, you know, I want to believe it's a Bigfoot, but it just doesn't. It's, it's got a little bit of a, I don't know, watching this second video after I saw the first one and then I did a little research and I saw that she has more videos and I was like, what's this one? Uh, I don't know. I'm calling BS on both of them now. I have no choice. Um, like, why are you just videoing the tree line? You know, um, a lot of this, like these videos, you know, the story tells me enough. And if you're just randomly recording into the wilderness and you happen to see something twice and one, it's a black cloaked figure. And the second one is a little bit more, you know, easy to say, oh, this is a Bigfoot. Look at this. You know, my BS flag, my BS meter starts going. Me, me, me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I have to call BS on it. Now, maybe she comes out with some better footage. Maybe she's plagued by these things. And so she hears things in the woods and she turns her camera on. You never know. But until we hear the rest of the story, I got to lean towards BS. And that first video with the shadow person, not enough of a story. I was a little, I, I, I was partially convinced, you know, with her reaction. Um, but again, randomly shooting a video and you just happen to catch something. What are the odds that you just randomly video the forest twice and you catch two crazy things? Man, I'd go buy some lottery tickets, you know? But let's get into this next video. This next video goes into the realm of ufology. And we often talk about unidentified flying objects and unidentified aerial phenomena. And then you hear about USOs, unidentifiable submersive objects or submersible objects or submerged objects. Here we have a video of a UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena, and... It does something very interesting. Let's check out this video. I think you know where I'm going with this. Let's check it out. Same wind, top side, gust of 40. What was splashed? Splashed. Mark bearing range. This is another government released footage, uh, video, and it shows a UFO going right into the water. Um, you know, we've talked about this. <laughs> what is it with the government starting to go? Oh, yeah, okay, so huh, UFOs are real. All of a sudden, during COVID, and, uh, there's something going on here, folks. I don't know if I trust them. <laughs> um, yeah, who trusts the government, right? Who trusts the U.S. government? Um, not me. <laughs> so when they start releasing this footage, I'm like, okay, what's, you know, you obviously don't care if the, you know, the people know. So what's your plan? What's your agenda? You know, what's your motive behind releasing this footage? But this is definitely interesting. Let's check it out again. Watch the object go into the water and you can hear these people say it's splashed. So they see this object go right into the water. That to me is weird. Same way. Top side, just the What was splashed? Splashed. Mark bearing range.
U.S. Navy footage. <laughs> uh, why would they let this get released? Was it leaked? Is there something like that was leaked? Guess what? They're going to find out who leaked it. and They're going to have a nice comfy bay in, or a bed in Guantanamo Bay or something. <laughs> you know? Um, gosh. I don't... What if you were in the military? Okay. And you're on a submarine or on an aircraft carrier or a pilot and you see something like that, you know, either under the water or in the sky and your superiors say, Hey, you didn't see a damn thing. You're not telling anybody about this. Maybe that's why I never got into the military because if I saw something like that, you couldn't keep my mouth shut so much so that I would try to get a hold of every major news outlet you know, can we trust them? No, <laughs> but I would try to get a hold of, I would try to put it out there and I would make it widely known. I am not suicidal. I am not, <laughs> you know, I don't plan on disappearing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't drive my car excessively fast. You know, I'd be doing everything to make sure people knew who I was, that they could potentially be after me and that I'm not trying to die, <laughs> you know, because I would imagine that people that release this kind of stuff get disappeared really quick. Let's watch this video one more time just because it's cool and thought provoking. <laughs> Let's check it out. Splashed. Mark bearing a range. I don't know if you guys caught the text on the video. I know those of you listening didn't, but um, or can't. So it mentions on there that this thing was traveling at speeds of 230 miles an hour. <clears throat> now, one thing that's interesting about these accounts of USOs is that when they go into the water or when they come out of the water, there is no disturbance in their speed. They don't slow down. It's almost like they can just, they're trans what's the word trans not transgender <laughs> trans medium or something like that they can they can travel in and out of air and um water without resistance um god i can't think of the word right now um i think it's trans medium i could be wrong <sighs> let me find out really quick good old google Trans. I'm not seeing it. I don't want to waste your time. <laughs> Interesting video, nonetheless. Um, <clears throat> again, super suspect that these videos are coming from the U.S. military. Super suspect. Uh, it makes me wonder, you know, do we believe that these are real videos? Can we trust these people? You know, I'm starting to lose trust in people like Jeremy Corbell. Um, you might know him from <clears throat> some of his documentaries and research into the UFO subject. Uh, he was on Joe Rogan with Bob Lazar. Um, he made the Bob Lazar documentary. And I just don't know how I feel about Jeremy Corbell, you know, because he's starting to say some things that make me question his motives. And one thing that 
UFO people, you know, that are trying to disclose the, the reality of UFOs and these videos and things, when they start talking about these aliens potentially being a threat, okay? Space Force, um, the idea that these are hostile alien beings, Let's let's face it, folks. If these if these aliens wanted to invade us, the technology that they've displayed so far tells me that we probably don't want to mess with them. It also tells me that if they wanted to destroy us, they could do so very easily. You know, we've talked about this on the show before. There's accounts of them shutting down missile sites, nuclear missile sites um that doesn't say war to me you know if they wanted to prevent us from destroying ourselves they'd do it for us and they'd destroy us so it makes me question their motives you know if, if these things are real which i believe they are i don't know if the videos that the u.s government is putting out are real but i do know that people are seeing things in the sky i do know that there's been you know all sorts of talk through the history of mankind of gods from the sky and things like that. So I believe, I, I believe we are not alone. I believe that I don't want to say, I don't want to say I know for a fact they're from outer space. What if, what if we cohabitate, uh, cohabited, is that the right word? <laughs> Man. Um, what if we both existed on this planet and maybe they went somewhere else on the planet? You know, maybe there were a breakaway civilization on the planet. Maybe, maybe they're, you know, I don't want to go saying hollow earth because I'm not sure I haven't done the research, but maybe they live in the ground, you know. Um, maybe they were the, uh, maybe they were these ancient gods. Maybe they were so vastly superior in intelligence to humans that they made us think that they were coming from the sky. You never know that anything's possible. But if these things were really hostile, I think they would make they would have made that known by now, especially with our technology um, getting ever, ever more exponentially more dangerous, you know, especially with uh, the creation of nuclear weapons. <laughs> you know, you'd think that they, the, the first hint of anything nuclear, they would have swooped in and said, all right, enough. And I think they have, but they haven't done it in what I would deem to be a hostile manner. Um, they've been pretty civil. Uh, you know how it is when we try to take a place over, you know, are we civil about it? No, we go and bomb the hell out of the place. So I just don't know, you know, I don't know what to think. Are they here for good? I don't know if they're here for good. Are they here for bad? I don't know if they're here for bad. I don't think they are, but there's something. So who knows? We can only pontificate. We can only guess. We can only come up with ideas and we can only talk about them. And all, all I know is the government does have the capability of faking an alien invasion if they wanted to. So let me put it this way. If alien spaceships came down from the heavens <laughs> and threatened us in any type of way, I don't know if I would believe it. <laughs> Just because I don't believe the government. If the government's saying, we all need to band together as a race, the human race, 
and fight these aliens. I don't know if I'd buy it. Anyways, let's check out this next video. <laughs> Every time Matt's not here, I feel like I go off the rails. And I'd rather have somebody to go off the rails with. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's check out this next video. It blows up. So yeah, blows up. that's how you're recording it. You know we witnessed this song. Yeah. That's going on Facebook. A school bus? Just one person illuminating that? Not right. Yeah, that'll... Oh, it's moving? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought a scuba diver. And it keeps flashing, too. Like. A scuba diver doesn't flash. And he... he... So in this video, these people are out in the open water. I'm assuming the ocean, and I'm assuming they're on some sort of vessel. <laughs> you know, they're not just out there swimming. Um, maybe a cruise ship. Um, a boat of some kind, but what they see is an ominous light beneath the surface of the water. It is not bright daylight. It is starting to get dark or it is starting to get light. I'm not quite sure, but you know, they talk about how it's not a scuba diver and I'm thinking, no shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a light source underneath the water that seems to be moving around. Um, with no real big disturbance of the water. So, I mean, you could assume that it's a, a scuba diver with a really bright light, you know, really close to the surface of the water. But again, it's not light outside. And I, I believe that would be a little bit of a dangerous scuba diving mission. Um, I'm no expert, but it's just funny to listen to these people like <laughs> talking about it because they seem, you know, pretty down to earth folks, <laughs> you know, younger. But, uh, they're questioning what the hell a light's doing moving around under the water. And I am too. So let's watch this video again. Because it's definitely interesting how it moves. Um, but uh, I, I just don't know what to make of it. You know, what is down there below the water? It blows up. So yeah, blows up. that's how you're recording it. You know we witnessed this song. Yeah. That's what I said it was That's probably scuba. A uh, scuba? Just one person illuminating that. Yeah, that'll. Oh, it's moving. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, and it keeps flashing too. Like, scuba diver doesn't flash. And he, he. I like how they're all experts like me about scuba diving. Like, no scuba diver would be down there. <laughs> As you can hear some lady in the background say something to the effect of, oh, somebody said it was a scuba diver. And he's like, oh, there ain't no scuba diver. <laughs> like, uh, they're, not, uh, they're not buying it. I'm not buying it either. What was in the water? Who knows? <laughs> this next video, um, if, USOs scare me. Uh, I'm going to go back to the USO subject for a minute. Those scare me more than anything in the sky. <laughs> uh, why? I don't know. Maybe because I'm deathly afraid of the ocean. Because we don't know what the hell is in there. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if there was alien bases in the ocean. I'm not saying there are. I'm just saying that it, anything's possible. <laughs> I'm going to start promoting that as our new slogan for the show. Anything's possible. <laughs> this next video is set in a cemetery. And you can see all the headstones around. Pretty fancy headstones. 
and you see something or someone behind one of the headstones. So let's check this video out. I uh, I will say that I'm leaning towards fake, but let's check it out anyway. Creepy alien or demon. <laughs> Just hanging out in a cemetery. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Seems legit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, definitely a creepy video. Um, the camera operator is panning around the cemetery. And if you're paying attention, you can see a creature behind one of these big headstones. And when he pans back, it's gone. Um, now, whether it disappeared back into its original dimension or you know, casually slid back behind the tombstone because it realizes it was seen. Who knows? The video does show a close-up shot of this thing. And, I mean, it's spooky. I mean, if I saw that, if I was in a graveyard and I saw that for real, I would shit my pants. <laughs> That's what would happen. Um, but the thing is very spooky. It, it seems to have a big head, and you can actually see the eyes blink, which is creepy. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like the last thing you want to see. I'd rather see a ghost <laughs> in a cemetery than that thing. Jesus. Uh, let's take another look at that thing. So creepy. I hope it's fake. Uh, last thing I want to know is that those things are creeping around in cemeteries. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb here and say that that was not a person in a suit. Um, the arm seems a little bit too skinny and long. You'd have to find a pretty skinny person to pull that off. Um, now, could it be somebody in a suit? I guess. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say this is either computer generated, some type of, you know, a puppet, I guess. <laughs> like a um, some sort of fake... Uh, fake alien demon creature that they kind of held out and then brought back in to fake the video. Um, definitely creepy. You can't see that and not think it's creepy. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I thought it was interesting. It definitely, it didn't give me the creeps creeps, but it definitely made me go, Oh God, that was... <laughs> man. If I, if I had been filming that and I was in the cemetery and I reviewed the footage later and I noticed that that would scare the F out of me. You know, because especially if you're just going around, don't notice it, and you keep walking towards the area where that thing was, and the headstone where that thing was hiding behind was right there, and you didn't know it was there until you watched that video. That is some goosebump, creepy stuff. Okay. Um, speaking of creepy, 
the concept of a basement, a dark basement, and you hearing noises or anything creepy in said dark basement creeps me the hell out. So let's check out this video. This one, yeah, creepy. I'm not afraid, man. Come on out, man. creepy shit like i'm I, the video creeps me out so much that i literally just out of i don't know instinct i kind of started doing this like self-soothing while i was watching that video i'm not even shitting you that was real as soon as he got to the bottom of the stairs i started rubbing my chest oh man um so the guy's burning sage Okay, the video starts with him burning sage. You can hear a loud banging. And his little dog, his innocent little dog, is sitting at the door, almost saying, Dad, there's some down there. <laughs> you know, don't go in there. And, uh, you know, the dog's owner's going, the guy holding the camera is like, oh, don't worry, buddy. He's burning sage. Which tells me, maybe he's tried everything else. <laughs> and uh, somebody suggested, hey, burn some sage and cleanse the place. Um, I don't know if you caught it, but at the bottom of the stairs, right by the wall on the left side, you can clearly see something that is a little spooky. Let's watch it again. Come on, man. I know, buddy. I'm not afraid, man. Come on out, man. All right. <clears throat> that bastard ghost messed with that poor dog. The guy heard it ran to save his dog and the thing slammed the door in his face, trapping him in the basement. That is the scariest shit imaginable. My God. And I, it's a little hard to see in the video, at least from my vantage point, but you know, and this, the sage smoke kind of messes it up, but you can see the shadow person and you can see a little bit of the face. Uh, this video creeped me the hell out. I got to be honest. This one, this one got me. Um, is it real? I don't know. Uh, but man, <laughs> it creeped me the hell out, man. I'm not even lying to you. This one creeped me out. Let's take a look one more time. Hopefully you can see the face. As soon as he opens the door, you can kind of see the shadow person 
Um, regardless, he goes down the stairs, turns on the light, and it's an unfinished basement. There's nothing in there, you know, aside from a couple little things. But damn, <laughs> that <laughs> creepy as hell. Aaron from Australia says, I'm glad we don't have a basement. Let's just say that. And I'm sitting here going, I don't even have a basement. But if downstairs is dark and I got to go to the kitchen because my fat ass needs a snack or a drink and it's dark down there, I turn the light on to the stairs heading down. And then I make sure I immediately turn on the lights in my house that I don't feel is haunted at all. Um, I'm not even scared of the dark. It's just the, the creepiness. You know what I mean? It's creepy. Anything dark is gone. Like I'm creeped out in here right now. It's daylight outside. <laughs> I'm creeped out. Oh, but uh, yeah, man. Oh, God. I want to watch this video one more time. So enjoy it the last time I play it. <laughs> Come on. I'm not afraid, man. Come on out, man. It does bother me that the videos stop so abruptly. I do think it's funny that the guy's got the sage and he's like, not afraid, man. Like the ghost gives a shit. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Oh, man, I'd have. This sounds ridiculous. Too. I just realized how ridiculous this was going to sound. But if that was me in that house. I would have sage in one hand and my gun in the other. <laughs> uh, what's that going to do against a shadow person? Nothing at all, but it makes me feel more comfortable. <laughs> um, but God, how creepy. You know, I wish there was, I think there might be more to this whole story. Um, I feel like we've seen one of these videos before. Now, I don't know if that was just me going through TikTok, just looking at videos or what, but I'm going to have to do some more research and see because, you know, you don't just have a regular TikTok and then randomly film this video. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, creepy shit. This next video, I don't even remember what it is. Um, I just need to not watch that one again. <laughs> that one creeps me out. Okay, let's check out this next video. Like I said, I don't even remember what it is. I do remember what it is. This one's creepy too. Um, seems legit. <laughs> Let's check this one out. This one is basically a home video, um, of, I believe two children. One's playing with some Play-Doh and the other's playing with a different toy and something strange happens. Let's check it out. What are you doing, August?
Um, I believe that was two, two children, unless it was a mirror or something, but I, I'm pretty sure it's two. Um, I wasn't really paying attention to the kids. I was paying attention to the toys because it says toy moves on its own. So of course I'm like, all right, which toy is it? Um, kid talks to grandma because grandma apparently is the one filming this. Now, if you're going to hoax something, if, if you involve children in your hoax, you're a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> um, bad move. Uh, I already don't like hoaxers, but hoaxers that involve their children are some of the most despicable. Um, and that toy moved. Okay. <laughs> that little toy moved on its own. Now, at first I was like, oh, kid could have moved it. You know, could have. Second time I moved it, eh, kid could have moved it. Then the toy really moves and grandma doesn't say a damn thing. That's interesting to me. Um, who knows? Maybe she didn't notice it. I really want the background of this video. I really want the whole story, but we don't get that, unfortunately. Um, but wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, Aaron from Australia. That was a that was the video of the guy who was remodeling the house. No, not that one. Um, this one that we just watched of the guy going into the basement, I feel like I've seen not only the same area and the door, the door is what really gets me. Um, but I think the dog was also in the other video too. I'm gonna have to do some more research on that and see if I can pull up some more of his videos, because if his other videos are anything as close to as good as that one, um, or creepy, uh, I like to see him. So. Um, I'll definitely go back and check that out, but let's, I gotta see this video again. <laughs> this kid's toy moves on its own. Creepy and not a reaction from grandma. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they cut the part where she goes, holy, f <laughs> you know, it's, freaks the hell out right in front of the kids. Um, or maybe she said she, she didn't say anything. She stayed silent because she didn't want to freak the kids out. That's even creepier. Yeah, wow. Um, <clears throat> I think I said I didn't uh, realize if it was two kids or not. Those are definitely two kids. No mirror involved. Toy definitely moves. Um, in the background, I do see a cross on the wall. Um, <laughs> you know, the thing about hauntings, and I hear this so many times, is that it always starts out subtle, especially when it comes to, like, the demonic, you know, starts out a little subtle. You know, just a little object moving here, a little bang here, a little knock here, a little creepy shadow person here, you know, and then all hell breaks loose. So I, I wish there was more to the story so we could find out what happened. But uh, it seems like an old video. Um, gosh. 
man, could you imagine unearthing this video like years later? Like that, like you're just trying to find videos of grandma and you were these kids, <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, let's watch the video of grandma. See if we can find it. <laughs> you go in there and you see that. <sighs> man, I got some questions. <laughs> that is creepy as all get out. My God. Um, uh, Aaron asked me about the name of the TikTok. Uh, let's take a look one more time, but I think it's one of those TikTok channels that just posts creepy stuff that they find. Um, let's take a look. Okay. <laughs> the TikTok is at real underscore scary underscore video. So <laughs> no big surprise there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they seek out that kind of stuff. Um, very interesting video. Very creepy. Um, such subtle creepiness too. Not like blatant, like, boom, boom, get out, or anything like that. It's like just this kid's toy moving, you know? Nothing to see here. It's a little toy moving. Subtle enough where if you weren't really looking for it, like if somebody just showed me that video and didn't tell me anything, and it wasn't from real scary videos, <laughs> and uh, I'm just watching, I'm like, what is, what's going to happen? Uh, I don't know if I would have noticed the toy moving on its own. Really don't. Um, the final video of today's show is somewhat interesting. And like I said, I love it when a video that's short tells a story. And I think this one tells a pretty decent story. Whether or not it's real, I don't know, but it was definitely interesting enough for me to share. Let's check it out. Uh, another one from real underscore scary underscore video. Big surprise. So this one is of a guy having a good time on a quad in a shallow river. Well, I guess it would be a creek. And he's just, you know, riding around braffing. And uh, in the background upstream, you see a creature cross the water. The guy stops the ATV dead in its tracks, points at it, and looks back at the person operating the camera, who I'm assuming is a female relative of some kind or a friend, and is pointing like, basically, did you see that? <laughs> and she says, well, what the hell was that? So the story here is that she's just filming the guy on the ATV having a good time in the water, and they just so happen to catch a glimpse of this creature walking in the background creepy as hell but not as creepy as the basement video i will tell you that um yeah a uh, fun story told in that video um let's watch it one more time um these types of videos really get me you know because they said if it's a fake they set it up well you know let's, let's film you on the ATV and then the creature will walk in the background. You stop and go, Whoa, did you see that? You know, perfect, perfect storyline in a short video of only 30 seconds. Well, let's check it out one more time. And then uh, there's one more thing I want to talk about before we call it a night. Okay. So let's check out this monster footage one more time. 
definitely tells a good story in that video and it, little things I look for um, to help me decide, you know, in my own opinion, if a video is real or not, is when he's pointing at it and he kind of looks, you can see him prop himself up just a little bit higher on the ATV, almost as if the creature was disappearing into the woods and he wanted to see if he could still catch a glimpse of it. That was just subtle enough for me to go, ah, that might be real. You know what I mean? Um, and if you're going to fake something, yeah, I just feel like it would have been more dramatic. Like That was dramatic, but not as dramatic as it could have been if it was a fake. Now these people might be great at faking. You never know. Um, so those were our videos tonight. I know that the main subject of this show tonight was the Bigfoot hoax. And I will once again say, Coyote Peterson, if you ever catch a glimpse of this podcast or this episode, I want you to know I'm super disappointed that you had to do that. Um, you really got some people's hopes up and you let them down just as quick. What a shame. Um, although it would have been cool to find a gorilla skull in the woods. Um, the bigger questions are what would it, what would it be doing in the woods, you know, in North America, nonetheless, but we know it's fake. We know it's BS. Um, one topic I wanted to talk about real quick before we sign off for tonight. Um, the Georgia Guidestones. Did you guys hear about this? Somebody destroyed the Georgia Guidestones. Now, I've queued up, whoops, I've queued up something. Um, for those of you that don't know what the Georgia Guidestones are, let's see if I can find it here. <clears throat> I thought I was prepared, I guess. <laughs> So the Georgia Guidestones, for those of you that don't know, were destroyed a couple days ago. Um, I'm just going to read you, for those of you that don't know what the Georgia Guidestones are, because I don't want to misspeak. I'm going to read you the Wikipedia, okay? The Georgia Guidestones was a granite monument that stood in Elbert County, Georgia, United States from 1980 to 2022. It was 19 feet, 3 inches tall and made from six granite slabs, weighing a total of of 237, 746 pounds. The structure was sometimes referred to as an American Stonehenge. The creators of the monument believed that there was going to be an upcoming social nuclear or economic calamity and wanted the monument to serve as a guide for humanity afterward. Though initially garnering little controversy, they ultimately became the subject of conspiracy theories alleging a connection to Satanism. On the morning of July 6, 2022, the Guidestones were heavily damaged in a bombing and were later dismantled on the same day. <clears throat> so, very interesting. These Guidestones have always kind of creeped me out. And there was always some sort of ties to Satanism or the New World Order. Um, definitely... Definitely interesting. Um, <laughs> some conspiracy theorists claim the destruction was an act of God. <laughs> what the hell was that? Anyways, um, so these guidestones had inscriptions on them. Now, here was what they said. There are basically guidelines. Okay, there was 10 
we'll call them commandments, guidelines inscribed on these stones. Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. 500 million being the population. Two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Three, unite humanity with a living new language. Four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Six, let all nations rule internally resolving external disputes in a world court. Seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Ten, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Very, very interesting. Let these be guidestones to an age of reason. <laughs> a little creepy. Now, there were also... So around the edges of these things were other translations written in four ancient languages, one per edge, um, starting from the top and proceeding clockwise, Babylonian in cuneiform script, classical Greek, Sanskrit, and ancient Egyptian in hieroglyphs. Very crazy. On the left side of the tablet was a column of text that said astronomic features. One, channel through stone indicates celestial pole. Two, horizontal slot indicates annual travel of sun. Three, sunbeam through capstone marks noontime throughout the year. These things are just creepy. Okay? Super, super creepy. Um, what was really interesting to me is that... Uh, oh, man, my buddy sent me a link. So... As it turns out, there was a time capsule that was buried at the base of the Guidestones. And uh, the time capsule was buried in early 1980, okay? <laughs> there was four things found in the time capsule. Okay, <laughs> get this. Now I said it was buried in 1980. The first item was the October 1979 issue of Playboy with Burt Reynolds on the cover, signed by Burt Reynolds, okay? The second item in the time capsule was the original movie soundtrack to Saturday Night Fever on an 8-track, okay? The third item was a Peterbilt emblem off of a semi-truck. The last, <laughs> the last item or items that were found in the time capsule, <laughs> this cracks me up the most. <laughs> it was a bag containing 1,734 quaaludes. <laughs> okay. Now, the current street value of 1,500 quaaludes is around 2 million U.S. dollars. 
Okay. So whoever, <laughs> whoever created this time capsule, like TNA, liked eight tracks, liked semi trucks, Peterbilt's in particular, and either wanted to save a stash of quaaludes for the future. Maybe it was a <laughs> a chance to make some money in the future. Who knows? <laughs> but two million dollars worth of quaaludes. You stashed fifteen hundred. So quaaludes, for those of you that don't know, don't exist anymore. <laughs> so if you have quaaludes on the street, they're worth a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Wolf of Wall Street. It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> um, quaaludes played a huge role in that movie. They should have been in uh, the credits. <laughs> it should have been Leonardo DiCaprio and Quaaludes and then Jonah Hill and Margot Robbie <laughs> and the list goes on. Um, but yeah, whoever buried those, uh, 1,500 Quaaludes, wow. <laughs> I mean, they're planning for the future, but they like to party. Um, I wonder how many they kept. I wonder, like 1,700 Quaaludes, maybe they had like 2,000 and they're like, oh, I'll keep a couple hundred. <laughs> Like, let's put 2,000 Quaaludes in there, man. <laughs> Wait, you're going to grab 200. <laughs> um, definitely interesting, though. If you have a chance, you should go look into the Georgia Guidestones. I've always thought they were creepy and a little ominous. Um, the ties to Satanism, eh. Um, the New World Order ties, eh. But uh, the idea they want to, you know, you're talking about eugenics and stuff. <laughs> you know, when you get into it, talking about the population control and things like that. So that's a little bit of a conspiracy theory. <laughs> um, and we'll be getting into that stuff uh, as the show goes on. I definitely want Matt here for the in-depth conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy these shows, even when Matt is not here. I know Matt's hilarious, and uh, he's my partner in Paranormal. And uh, it's definitely better having him on the show. But, you know, the show must go on. So I told him that I would, I would take the wheel for this episode. And I know there's going to be episodes in the future where... I'm not going to be able to make it and Matt's going to have to take the helm. So I'm trying to set the bar real low for him. <laughs> um, definitely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Aaron. Yeah. Maybe they forgot the Quaaludes. <laughs> no, like I said, I think they had 2000 and like, ah, we better keep some of them, <laughs> you know, <laughs> $2 million. Like, could you imagine being the guy that popped that thing open and saw the thing of pills? You know, the guy was probably around when Quaaludes existed. So he's, he's probably like, oh, those are loads. <laughs> and he's like, nothing to see here. Just some aspirin pockets them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Over 1,500 Quaaludes in a time capsule with a Playboy, a Peterbilt emblem, and an 8-track. Dude, you can't write this shit. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Insane. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I always have fun doing this. Uh, no matter what we're talking about, no matter what videos we're watching, it's always a good time. I hope as this, this podcast plays out, um, you guys go back and, you know, if you're listening to this in the future, I hope you watch the videos. Um, who knows? Maybe some of them have been uh, reported as BS. Who knows? Maybe in the future, one of these videos that we <laughs> reviewed just happened to be like the, you know, the one video that showed proof of ghosts or something who knows but um a lot of fun um i did mention some documentaries earlier in the show um by chad kalik who i'm becoming a huge fan of uh the first is sir no face 
The second is Two-Face, the gray, and I believe there's only three. The third one is Phantom Rider. They are very good, very thought-provoking. And if you don't know about Operation High Jump, Nazis in the Antarctic, um, Admiral Byrd, and the... (laughs) The mission they had to go down to the Antarctic and being attacked by UFOs. Um, if you haven't heard any of those stories, you need to watch these documentaries and then go do some research on Operation High Jump. It's definitely a topic I want to talk about on the show because it's so interesting. The idea that Nazis, I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Nazis were like super into the occult. Creepy guys, creepy guys. And, uh, it's been said that they obtained an alien spacecraft and that they reverse engineered it. And it was known as the Nazi bell. And there's some, uh, there's some good talk in those documentaries about it. So I'll leave you at that. Thank you for watching. Remember anything is possible. My name is Chris Albrecht, co-host of talking paranormal. My co-host Matt Monroe could not be here this week, but he will be back next week. I hope. If everything goes well, I will also be here as well. Thank you for joining us or me, and uh, we'll see you later. Remember, keep an open mind. And uh, if you have a paranormal story that you would like to share or an experience, or maybe you've seen something, um, you know, you can email us totally anonymously. But send your stories to story at talkingparanormal.com. If you want to tell friends about the show, the best way to do that is to tell them to go to Spotify, look up Talking Paranormal, or go to YouTube, Talking Paranormal Podcast, and uh, you'll find us. Spotify is cool because they allow us to post video. So not only will you get the audio, but you'll also get the show in video form. So that's that's awesome. Um, YouTube is also a great platform. Facebook, good enough <laughs> to get the word out there. But uh, we definitely want to have guests on the show. So we're just trying to grow our audience. And, um, you know, anytime you try to grow something new, especially in um, subject matter like this, where it's, you know, I don't want to say that the paranormal is oversaturated, but you got to bring something a little bit different. And I think that Matt and I bring our personalities to the show. And I hope you guys enjoy them um, as much as we enjoy producing them. So thank you for joining us here on Talking Paranormal. We'll see you next week. And once again, remember, Anything is possible.